Welcome our Joe Bud Mecklenburg Square. This is Steelpot.com, the week in Georgia, in English, coming to you from smack dab in the middle of East Central London, amidst the hip branding agencies of Clerkenwell, the University Students of Russell Square in Holborn, and the Travelers of King Cross. King's Cross today is Thursday, the 26th of July, 2018. On this date in 811, Bulgarian forces defeat the Byzantines at the Battle of Pliska. Bulgarian Khan Khrum uh, proceeds to cover Emperor Nicephorus I's Genix skull in silver and use it as a drinking vessel. He also deters the Byzantines from sending troops north of the Balkans for 150 years. 1745, the first recorded women's cricket match takes place in Surrey, England. Congratulations to Imran Khan, by the way. 1822, Ottoman military leader Mahmoud Darmali Pasha sends a thousand Albanian troops to occupy the mountain passes during the Greek War of Independence. The Albanians are mistaken for being on the Greek side and allowed to proceed relatively unharmed, but the Dramali expedition was still soundly defeated over the course of the summer. 1847, Liberia is the first African republic to declare its independence, led by American Liberian settlers descended from slaves. 1947, U.S. President Harry Truman signs the National Security Act of 1947, creating the Central Intelligence Agency, among other things. 1953, Fidel Castro leads a failed attack on the Moncada barracks in Santiago de Cuba, beginning the Cuban Revolution and the 26th of July movement. 1956, Egyptian President Gamal Abdel Nasser nationalizes the Suez Canal following the withdrawal of U.S. funding for the Aswan High Dam. Birthdays are in 1856, British-Irish playwright and activist George Bernard Shaw. In 1875, Swiss psychologist and therapist and whacked-out speculative theorist Carl Jung. 1894, English writer and philosopher Aldous Huxley. 1943, English musician Mick Jagger. And in 1980, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. I'm your host, Mark Mullen. If you'd like to comment on the forum or ask a question, go to tabilpod.com or send us an email at tabilpod at gmail.com. Bidzina Ivanishvili gave his first televised interview since returning to chair Otsneba on Georgian Public Broadcaster. He spoke about issues including his return, former Prime Minister Georgi Kvitikashvili's resignation, the upcoming presidential election. He spoke for an hour and a half, was largely unchallenged by the journalist conducting the interview. He said that he re rejoined the government because democracy under the Otsneba government has been progressing fast, but economic growth has been failing to keep up pace. This has made the country and its stability vulnerable. He also said that he came back because he thought the party was on the verge of crumbling. He saw that external control was no longer sufficient. His economic goal is to raise the per capita GDP from 4,000 U.S. dollars to 12,000 by 2030. He also said that Kvitikashvili was no longer able to run the country, no longer effective, and had put business interests before the state. He said Bank of Georgia and TBC have eaten up the whole country and that he encouraged Kvitikashvili to do something about Georgians' debt monthly, but to no avail. Regarding the presidential elections, he said that candidates that had been considered uh, included himself, Prime Minister Special Representative for Relations with Russia, Zud Abashidze, former Minister for IDP's Accommodation and Refugees, Sosar Subadi, oh my gosh, Minister of Health, Labor, and Social Affairs, David Sagarenko, and controversial Justice Minister Teotsalukiani. He then said it would be better to endorse an independent candidate 
if there's a decent independent candidate, but if there's no such candidate, then let the opposition take this institution, because having Otsnevitz control the presidency, the prime ministership, parliament, and municipal councils, councils would not present well in Europe. The comments about TBC and the Bank of Georgia were very interesting. They're listed in London, which means they're extremely transparent and regulated, so the government doesn't exert control over them, which has been a source of frustration by the current, as well as by Misha's government. Parliamentary Speaker Irakli Kobachi, and it was in Misha's time that they did that specifically in order to prevent government control of their activities and capital allocation. Parliamentary Speaker Irakli Kobachidze said what Otsneba's presidential candidate would, uh, said that Otsneba's presidential candidate would be announced this week, saying that they wouldn't mind a female candidate, wanted somebody neutral and nonpartisan, some other names that have been reported by the media as possible candidates include Regional Development Minister Maya uh, Tskitishvili, Independent Member of Parliament Salome Zurabashvili, oh boy, kajibi, kajibi. Uh, as for opposition candidates go, Shalva Natalashvili of the Labor Party, Nino Burjanadze of the Democratic Movement, United Georgia, Zurab Japaridze of uh, Girchi have announced their intentions to run. Incumbent Georgi Markvelashvili has not announced if he will run again or not. Strength and Unity Movement, a coalition of the United National Movement and nine other parliamentary opposition parties for New Georgia, Serve Georgia, the National Democratic Party, State of the People, the Christian Conservative Party, the Civil Alliance for Freedom, New Georgia, Georgia Among Leaders, and the European Democrats announced their candidate for president at an event by Kutaisi's Bagarati Cathedral, Grigol Vashadze, who was foreign minister from 2008 to 12. Vashadze said that his goals include rapid economic growth and to call for early elections to replace the current parliament, which he says lacks any political or moral legitimacy. He also criticized Otsneva for their informal government and governance, corrupt government, obedient parliament, and unfair judiciary. Vashadze ran for Kutaisi mayor last year, but withdrew from the runoffs, citing, citing concerns about mass rigging, blackmail, and the use of administrative resources. European Georgia nominated uh, David Bakradze for the presidency uh, at the party congress in Kutaisi. Bakradze said that as uh, a president, he would aim to defeat hopelessness and poverty rather than challenge individual persons or individual political groups, and then went on to describe Otsneva as the political force that has brought about the sense of hopelessness. He aims to bring Georgia to a more peaceful, brighter, and more predictable future by working with partner countries to legalize Georgian migrants, uh, increase study abroad opportunities, increase pensions and benefits for the elderly, improving the security situation, and increasing investment in the country. Yeah. Tbilisi Mayor Kachi Kaladze announced his new transportation policy for 2018 through 2021 this week, focusing on improving public transit and gradually reducing private car usage. In 2018 and 19, he plans to replace all 511 outdated yellow municipal buses with new European-style ones. He also plans to increase the number of buses in general from 655 to 900, the number of metro trains from 43 to 55. The plan also includes a reduction in the 2,000 marshutkas currently in the city, permitting them only on routes accessible to large buses. Taxis must be licensed beginning in October 2018. Zoned and time-restricted parking efforts will begin in January 2019. Prime Minister Mamuka Bakhtadze said that the transportation system would soon be qualitatively different and genuinely European. 
Another person has been arrested on charges of perjury related to the controversial Shodava street murders last December when two boys were stabbed. Later and later known was charged with one of the murders. Witness DG is accused of intentionally giving false testimony to court. During the questioning, DG apparently said a classmate, Mikhail Kalandia, was involved in the killings, but in court, DG said Kalandia was not involved. Zaza Sadalidze, the protest leader whose son David, David Sadalidze was killed, welcomed the arrest, saying that he thought DG had been either intimidated or bribed into changing his story. Otsneva has expelled Member of Parliament David Chichinadze, representing Isani from the party for violating party discipline and the universally recognized moral and ethical norms following his public criticism of Parliamentary Speaker Irakli Kobachidze. He criticized Kobachidze's remarks on the deaths of four minors in, in Khibuli last week, saying that Otsneva's unclear, rigid, and Soviet-reminiscent position on labor regulations prevented the party from carrying out reforms. By the way, what he said was it was entirely accurate, and, and what Kobachidze said um, was really quite embarrassing. So it'll be interesting to see how Chichinadze is uh, is treated in the uh, in the future for his eminently sensible remarks. Court of Appeals upheld Misha Saakashvili's guilty sentence for abuse of power last week. He was convicted of abusing his power to reduce the sentences of former Interior Ministry officials convicted of the 2006 murder of Sandro uh, Girgliani, leading to their release. Misha was found guilty in this case in January and sentenced to three years in prison and a 1.5-year ban on holding public office. He was found guilty in June uh, of exceeding his authority and organizing an attack on opposition Valeri Gelashvili in 2015, which he almost certainly did do. Uh, two more criminal cases are pending involving misuse of funds and further abuse of power. Former Minister of Economy Dmitry Kumsishvili and Minister of Infrastructure Zuda Alavidze were questioned by prosecutors several weeks ago related to an investigation of abuse of power and embezzlement of large amounts of public funds. Kumsishvili says that he cooperated with the prosecutors and that the questions were not about him. Alavidze said that the questions were about companies that applied for and received state tenders and that he too answered all the questions. Both former ministers left their jobs this year and were thought to have been among former Prime Minister Kvitikashvili's closest associates. New rumors have surfaced in the Laura Ryan and Caleb Smith murder case. Media reports now say that Laura Smith was raped by Shepard Malchaz Kobaudi and then drowned, and that Kobaudi took cell phone pictures of her body afterwards. Previous reports said that she had fallen into the Kata Gorge while trying to run away from him. Kobaudi has apparently changed his testimony yet again and now admits to the rape before the trial. Kobaudi admitted to the murders, then in the trial said he was innocent, and then on the 20th of July changed his mind and pled guilty. After he changed his plea, Kobaudi's lawyer quit but said that he still believed that Kobaudi deserves to be defended in court. The U.S. FBI is involved in the case. Georgian citizen Tamas Batirashvili, known as Abu Abdurrahman Shishani, has been reported dead in Syria, apparently killed during a battle with al-Qaeda's branch in Syria, Tahrir al-Sham, on the uh, 24th. He was a native of the village of Birkiani in Pankizi Gorge, went to Syria in 2013 and joined ISIS. Tamas Brother, Tarhan Batirashvili, known as Omar al-Shishani, was an ISIS commander killed in 2016. Pro-ISIS military sources have said they will avenge his death. Also related to Tarhan 
Batirashvili, a.k.a. Umar al-Shishani, his wife, Seda uh, Dudarkaeva, has reportedly been arrested in Istanbul. She's Chechen and the daughter of a former head of the Chechen Federal Migration Service. She's believed to have had two sons with Batirashvili. Salafis in Pankhizi are trying to form a new 30-member council made up of 15 young Salafis and 15 elders as an alternative to the traditional non-Salafi Council of Elders. Watch this because this is dangerous. Um, the current uh, Council of Elders is heavily Sufi-identified, and there is, a, from what I've heard, a, a, a Sufi versus the traditional, uh, I mean, the Sufi versus the, the now Saudi-supported Salafi, you know, newcomers who are paying people to take Arabic. Ajar's Legislative Assembly, the Supreme Council, approved a new head of government, Tournike Rijvadze, and his four-person cabinet on the 21st, with 14 votes in support, one against. United National Movement Alliance of Patriots Council members attended the session, but did not vote, while the European Georgia members boycotted the entire session. Um, to the entire process. Two ministries have new ministers. The Ajar Ministry of Agriculture will be led by Tite Adoshidze of Batumi's Democracy Institute, while the Ministry of Finance and Economy will be led by Jaba Putkharadze of Grant Thornton, Georgia. Zal Mikeladze and Inga Shabilishvili will remain the Minister of Healthcare and Social Protection and Education, Culture, and Sports. Rijvadze said that he would work to increase government transparency, make economic growth inclusive, improve tourism, and turn the region into a hub for foreign companies. He was asked if he supported the long-obstructed Batumi Mas project, and he said that he did, but that it could only be built with Georgian money to thwart concerns about potential Turkish influence and with wide public participation. Conservative and right-wing groups, including the ultranationalist March of Georgians, have criticized him for the limited approval. Rijvadze then promised to build a monument to King David the Builder in Batumi, something the conservative groups have been demanding. The head of the Georgian Muslims Union, Kariel, Nakaidze said in response, um, hilariously and awesomely, we the Muslim community don't need foreign or government donations. We have enough power to build a mosque entirely by ourselves. And we also follow existing regulations about donations, ensuring transparency of financing, the implication being that the Georgian Orthodox Church does not. If the government has extra money to spend, let them take care of the so-called Dreamtown suburb of Batumi where people live in rooms made out of cardboard. Far-right group National Power has announced an anti-immigration march down Tbilisi's Turkified Agmashinabeli Avenue on August 12th. Turkified is their term, not ours, um, to mark uh, Did Goroba, the celebration of David the Builder's victory over the Seljuk Empire in 1121. United States-led multi-country military exercises... Um, Noble Partner will be held at the Vaziani and Norio training areas outside of Tbilisi on the 1st through the 15th. Over 3,000 troops will participate, including soldiers from the U.S., Georgia, Armenia, Azerbaijan, Estonia, France, Germany, Lithuania, Norway, Poland, Turkey, Ukraine, and the United Kingdom. It is the fourth time the drill has been held in Georgia. Prime Minister Bakhtadze visited Brussels last week on his uh, first official foreign visit. There he met with European Council President Donald Tusk, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, Commissioner for European Neighborhood Policy and Enlargement Negotiations Johannes Hahn, Vice President for the Euro and Social Dialogue Václav Dombrovskis, and Belgian Foreign Minister Dieter Reinders. 
South Ossetian President Anatoly Bibilov visited Damascus for three days this week where he met with Syrian President Bashar al-Assad, Prime Minister Imad Khamis, and Chairman of the People's Council Hamoud Sabah and signed a friendship and cooperative agreement. Also in Damascus this week, South Ossetian Foreign Minister Dmitry Medvedev signed an agreement establishing diplomatic ties with Syrian Foreign Minister Walid al-Muallem, and Abkhazian President Raul Khadjimba also plans to visit Damascus soon following Syria's recognition of both regions this past May. On the 17th, the U.S. Federal Commission on Security and Cooperation in Europe, also called the U.S. Helsinki Commission, held a hearing on the 2008 war in its 10th anniversary year in order to evaluate the current situation and explore what steps U.S. US officials can take to address it. Georgian and Russian officials, including Russian President Vladimir Putin, President Markovashvili, Russian Foreign Ministry spokesperson Maria Zakharova, and Foreign Minister David Zalikiani have exchanged commentary on a number of different media following the, uh, the NATO summit where the Russian side was arguing that NATO expansion is a security threat, which is ridiculous, and the Georgian side saying that they would be happy to de-escalate the security situation before, um, between the two countries by removing all Russian troops from South Ossetia and Abkhazia and implementing a ceasefire agreement. Russian Consumer Protection Agency Ras Potrabaznador issued a warning to Georgia that it had blocked the importation of over 16,000 liters of wine in the first half of 2018 because it did not meet safety and quality standards, and they would further restrict the alcohol imports from Georgia. As a result, the Georgia National Wine Agency responded saying that all exported wine is inspected for quality and that they work with the relevant agencies to stay in line with official standards. For those who don't know, when safety and quality standards are mentioned, in Russia related to imports, it means that somebody in Russia didn't get the bribe that he wanted. The Georgian Young Lawyers Association and Human Rights Monitoring Center released a report on police handling of the May raids on Bassiani and Cafe Gallery and subsequent protests. After interviewing protesters and accessing official documents, they found that the large police present created an impression of state authorities demonstrating repressive force, which of course was exactly the point, they also questioned the necessity of the raids on the clubs as the authorities had already arrested the drug suspects well beforehand. They called for investigations into unjustified administrative detentions and reports of excessive force. Becca Dochviri of the Interior Ministry commented on the report saying the police behavior was appropriate and necessary. He's wrong and lying. Foreign trade in the first half of 2018 was up 24.3% from 2017, worth about $6 billion U.S. dollars. Trade gap was about $2.8 billion. Though both imports and exports rose considerably, Russia, Azerbaijan, Turkey, Bulgaria were Georgia's largest export destinations, while Georgia received the most imports from Turkey, Russia, China, and Azerbaijan. The new 27-kilometer Roshka Arhoti Road in Dusheti has opened for off-road vehicles. The Ministry of Regional Development and Infrastructure hopes that the road will allow locals to return to the border town of Arhoti, which has been nearly abandoned due to access issues, especially in the winter. They also expect to contribute to tourism development in the region. Stuff to read. Civil.ge asked historians Stephen Jones, Ronald Suni, and Charles Ujwetz about Georgians' uh, suspicions about the First Republic. They note the history of the period was hidden during the Soviet time, so most people just knew it was vaguely socialist. Thus, post-independence, many people have 
negatively associated it with communism and the Soviet Union. Later presidents, including Saakashvili, criticized the republic or ignored it, but increasingly uh, a lot of really talented historians have publicized it, but they are mainly foreign. This is a big deal. It is really, really important period in Georgia's history that few Georgians know much about because it was so successfully suppressed under the Soviets. So read this thing in civil.ge and hats off to them for, uh, for publicizing it. It's also a dream team of, uh, of, of Georgian historians. Surf and Skate magazine, Huck, tried to cover Punkizi, calling it Europe's Valley of Terror. They feature the work of two photographers who spent two weeks in the area and realized that most people there aren't terrorists and they spend most of their time doing normal Georgian stuff, farming, going to dance classes, and hanging out with family. Chaikhana featured work by exper experimental filmmaker Anna Dziapshipa, exploring surnames in Georgia and her experience with an unusual Abkhaz name and how they relate to nationality and identity. OC Media wrote about the result of a recent controversial UNICEF report on Georgia. Street children lack health care and education, are vulnerable to violence, and are used by older people as shields to commit crimes, the profits of which they are not permitted to keep. The report also discusses criminal organizations made up of children with names like the morgue children, the reasons children end up on the streets and other related issues. Street children are not alone in facing difficulties, though. One in five children in the country is in poverty, and around 14,000 children are not able to attend preschool. All this stuff is, uh, links are posted in the forum. This week's dive bar number is 25, the height in meters of the average Svaneti Tower. In Tbilisi on the 27th, John Dunn Pub will host a uh, U.S. beef festival featuring talk on the preparation of American beef and steak tasting at 7 p.m. On the 28th in Tbilisi, Stahl, a community of Georgian entrepreneurs, will host their first Tbilisi street market on Rustaveli across from the National Museum, selling Georgian products beginning at 6 p.m. On the night of the 12th, the longest lunar eclipse of the 21st century will be visible in Georgia beginning at 10.30 p.m., peaking at 11.21 p.m., and ending at 12.13 a.m. The Netherlands' 140-year-old Swilechik Orchestra will perform in Kutaisi on the 27th, playing Wagner's The Ring without words at the Kutaisi State Opera at 6 p.m. for free. Kutaisi City Hall Department of Culture is also celebrating the 110th year anniversary of films being screened in the city on the 26th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. They'll be screening films by Georgian directors at 9.15. In Borjomi on the 28th, the Arteria Festival features Zagarelli String Orchestra with electronic compositions Alexandre Cortosia in the park for free at 8 p.m. Tbilisi Photography and Multimedia Museum is hosting a moving museum of photography in Omalo, Tusheti, on the 28th at 8.30 p.m., featuring an open-air photo screening and a lecture on photography in Tusheti and the South Caucasus. Also in Omalo, the Agency of Protected Areas of the Ministry of Environmental Protection and Agriculture of Georgia in the Ahmeta Municipality will host Shepherd's Day, a festival featuring featuring Tusheti and shepherd life and traditions, as well as music and sporting events. The event will be on the 4th of August from noon until 8 p.m. That's it from this week. My Twitter address is at TXTBUK. Our email is tbilpod at gmail.com or post to the form on our website, www.tbilpod.com. And we will finish with, as everybody thinks about today's what's happening now and that they ought to register to vote and make sure all their friends are, 
from Toronto, Ontario, 1971, Neil Young, Don't Let It Bring You Down. Someone who's turning And you will come around 